So I guess that we could conceivably just start the show. Conceivably. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Young Persons Radio. This is your host, Colby Smith. This and every Sunday at 10 a.m. And my guest today can be seen on Comedy Central, HBO's Los Spookies, Chris Gethard Presents, and so much more. And I heard that all he wanted for his birthday next week was to come back on this show. And I thought, <laughs> who am I to say no? It's Sam Taggart. <laughs> Oh my God, you remembered it's my birthday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had no idea. I rem- it's all every year it comes around and I say, <laughs> go close marathon, Sam's birthday. Is there any way I can do both? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's tough. You know, I'm competing. I'm the alternative um, party yes. to Del Close Marathon. <laughs> yes. It's like the, the cool kids, uh, uh, like alter uh, prom. <laughs> yes it's alter prom it's alt prom and it's um it's also alt pride pride is always that weekend too yes and so i just take all the people that just are so anti-establishment and i bring them to my favorite place depending on the year yes <laughs> oftentimes your backyard <laughs> <laughs> often my backyard some one time the beach never ever a bar i don't think <laughs> I feel like a, just like a birthday party hang at a bar is, uh, is both really nice and can also really stress me out. Yeah, it can be so fun, but it's really got to be like a perfect bar. And it has to be a curated amount of people because the problem with bar birthdays is people are like, well, I can just invite literally everyone I've ever met because it's low stakes. Yes. And it's like, no, you still have to curate and you have to make people care. You have to make people care, and if you do the thing that, like, oh, I just, like, everybody I know is invited, it's guaranteed that the wrong people will show up. Yes, the wrong people will show up early, stay late, and you're just stuck talking to people, and you're just, when, when I go to those parties, I'm just bopping around saying hi the whole time and trying to have a conversation but then somebody else comes in and says hi and everyone's just saying hi and i'm like this is impossible yes i like if i'm at one of those parties i have to be facing the door (laughs) just to keep one eye on who's walking in and who's walking out you know this complaining about bar birthdays is so vintage (laughs) really (laughs) (laughs) sorry yeah i'll bring it to the present and go uh i hate zoom show birthdays yeah that's wow i honestly like reminiscing on things we hate about bar birthdays though i'm like damn i miss bar birthdays i remember like like walking around outside and being like should i go in yet or is it too early (laughs) that's ugh, bar birthdays damn like traveling to a different neighborhood because you have to to go to a birthday yes Will we ever know these feelings again? I don't know. I guess there is kind of a Zoom analog where, like, I don't want to be the first one on the call ever. I I don't know. Maybe this is wrong. I don't know if I've said yes to a Zoom birthday yet. Like, I feel like they happen and I'm like, yeah, that would be nice. But then I'm like, well, what is that? I'm not going to do it. Is that yeah. bad? No. I think ultimately you're doing the person a favor. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I have gone to several of these, and I have Irish goodbye every single one. Wow. Yeah, I hate it. I'm just like, I'm trying to embrace the um, loneliness. 
It's really not the worst. No, I'm, I mean, I'm going to have the saddest birthday of my life and you know, it's going to be one for the books and it's the, the tax that we pay for having fun all of our other birthdays. Yes. Yeah. We're, we had too good of a time before now. <laughs> this is the price you pay. Yeah. My birthday last year was literally incredible. <laughs> so needless to say, I deserve this. Yes. Yeah, this is the bill coming to the table at the end of the meal. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And you just got to pay it. And then you don't have to think about it two years from now. Yes. Oh, my God. I honestly forgot about bars for a second. I really genuinely forgot about them. Yeah. This is bringing me back. (laughs) I'm remembering. Like, I'm remembering, like, being like, okay, I guess I should get a drink. Like, that feeling and being like, Okay, it took me forever to get here. I'm stressed out and annoyed. I should get a drink. What do I want? Like, <laughs> what is? The, uh, I'll never get it again. Yes. Yeah, it's over. Wait, I guess are you gaming? Oh, what's crazy? I was gaming so much in New York, but now that I'm at my parents' house, I'm gaming so much less. Really? Yeah, I feel like I have less alone time. Oh, sure. And also, um. It's like nicer outside here, so I can gotcha. like go for walks and go to the lake and swim or something. I would have expected myself, like of myself, to game so much more than I have been doing. How, you have not been gaming much? Hardly at all, Sam. At all? Hardly at all. Like once a week, I will Mario Kart. Wow. That's if cool. that. I mean, I definitely hit it once a week. It <laughs> it feels like a personal failure. <laughs> well, I mean, we're a couple months in. Has it always been this way? I would say it is increasing. It was like not at all at the start. Wow. Why? Please explain yourself. I wish I knew. I wish I could uh, give like some psychological uh, uh, reason for why this is. I, because like, does it makes me so happy when I do it. maybe that's it sam maybe i don't believe that i deserve happiness yeah you fear joy i fear joy um it's not hard enough (laughs) i need to suffer more i need i need another birthday to be canceled (laughs) um yeah that's i i at the beginning i was really gaming hard like i started a new skyrim campaign Mm mm-hmm and I was playing Smash on the side. I was living it up, but oh yeah, you know, not anymore. Yeah, Smash Two is just oh, that's the good shit. I'm 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 addicted. I'm addicted. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> I love it so much, and I get so mad when I play online. It can oh, ruin yeah. my whole life. It's so hard. And now I have to ask you, who is your go-to these days? Yeah. Ganondorf. Oh. Hell yes. <laughs> Who's yours? You know, this is this is uh, going into our, our classic uh, rivalry. It's Young Link. Wow. Wow. That's interesting. I you like know, his I, little wooden shield. I like his shield. I mean, the arrows are good. The yeah. bombs. I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I went through a Young Link phase, but then I... I thought it was too hard because mm. you have to like get all these little hits in. And I was like, yes. I just want one big old swing. Yeah. I started one using big Ganondorf. punch. Yes. And that's all it takes. And I love it. You just, okay. So let's just walk us. Let's walk the listeners through 
<laughs> Wait, walk them through what? <laughs> walking through, walking through us playing Smash. Here we go. We're we're starting it up, and we have it on what? We have it on random level, right? Of course. You're not. If you're picking a level, you're a fucking cop. <laughs> yeah, you're not picking levels. You, I mean, when I go, I go straight to online. I almost exclusively online. Okay. So bots are not a question. No bots. I need, I need to feel like I need to feel real blood when someone dies. (laughs) I like to know that someone is getting hurt by this and vice versa. I like for them to know that they have caused real pain when I lose. They need to live with that. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love to like see their little personalities as they play. It's really crazy. I actually can't play with bots. It's like, <laughs> I find it like boring. I'm like, you're playing like a bot. Like you, you would learn my technique if you were a person. And you would play like a little bit like cheaper. Like yeah. bots play like smart and real people play like little assholes. Oh yeah. Does the Wii's online thing, or not the Wii, the fucking Switch. Jesus Christ, what year do I think it is? Uh don't beat yourself up it's gonna be okay we're all going through a lot of stress does it have like a can you like chat with people like on playstation no nintendo is like for babies so they like to just put like pre uh written phrases that you can use like good game or like better luck next time or i have to go yeah and it's so annoying because i do want people to yell at each other Mm-hmm. But I also understand, I, I don't know, sometimes, hey, sometimes censorship's a little bit good. <laughs> yes. I, I, I get why, because it would get, like, t- really toxic really oh, quickly. like, immediately. Yeah. And it is a game for children, sort yeah. of. We need to protect them. <laughs> or something. Or I don't something. know. <laughs> At least not let them be as evil as they want to be. Right, exactly. Uh, and they want it bad. Uh, yeah, they really <laughs> want to be psychotic. <laughs> but we're here know. today, Sam, to talk about what else but summer vacation. This is the first episode of Young Persons Radio to be recorded in the season of summer. And uh, I could think of no one better to to ring in the occasion uh, uh, here today. <laughs> because you, like me, you love summer. You're a child of the summer. <laughs> Yes, I am a freak for summer. <laughs> I always have been. I always will be. Well, not always. <laughs> I will. Uh, I want to tell a brief story. You and I used to work together at a little-known community center on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, and we were leaving work one day, and we were both going to get on the L train, and we discovered that someone had jumped in front of that train, and we don't know if they died or not, but that they were certainly hurt by the train. <laughs> and I told you this, that someone jumped on the train, and you went, in summer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I think about it maybe once a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It is so that, funny to me. <laughs> that is so psycho. I, <laughs> I think um, that job, I think something in that job made me feel really like despondent or something where like, yes. I think I was like able to be 
funnier because I felt so miserable. So I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> nothing felt like it mattered or something. I can't quite pinpoint it. Cause I feel like there were a lot of times where I would like say things that when they, they're said to me now feel so inappropriate. <laughs> like, what was that? Do you remember that time? What was the kid who like said something was taken away from him? Oh, I, yes. <laughs> what was taken away? I remember this so well, where he came up to us panicked because he said, I lost my Beyblades. <laughs> and you said, motioning to me and Joe Rumrell, who was also there, oh, we lost Louis C.K., you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There was something about that job that made me like sick and twisted (laughs) (laughs) the thing is i know what you mean we're like sure i've had like uh uh uh, bad moods in my life (laughs) but i there were days that at that job and we were only there for three hours or something like like, like four maybe wow that's so sad that would just wreck us (laughs) <laughs> we would all leave so pissed off <laughs> just like just feeling so low and it just felt like we were going to be there forever it definitely felt that way yeah uh, but summer <laughs> but summer but yes so i i stand by that uh summer is the best and i it's surprising to me that someone can be depressed in the summer because honey there's sunshine baby no Surf, sand, waves, what do you want? You were starting to say this earlier that you weren't always uh, a summer lover. No, you know, I used to identify as a fall. And I think it was, honestly, I think it was due to some sort of internalized homophobia. I really think I was like, oh, well, for me, like sweaters and collared shirts and like layers and light jackets, like that's kind of my vibe. And then I, as I, I think as I became more comfortable with myself, I was like, no, it's short shorts, it's tank tops, it's sandals, it's <laughs> like going out and having a blast. Yes. <laughs> My personality, sandals, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's loosening up and having some fun. Damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I when have you always identified as a summer? So no, so I was definitely like I was definitely fall winter in my like early twenties, uh, uh, and then I slowly was like, if I just accept that I am not going to stop sweating from June first to November first, <laughs> so <laughs> like the rest of this is great. You know? Yeah, I was so self conscious about my sweating is the is the key. No, everyone sweats. Yeah, you're fine. that's what that's what you need to learn. And if you're out there and you're young and you're thinking these guys have lost me, fall and winter are where it's at, I would say talk to me in five years, kid. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me in five years when you've been chewed up and spit out by this world. And now the only um respite you have is that hot summer sun beating on your back. When you've had your heart broken over and over <laughs> in different circumstances, thinking it's going to be right this time because it's not like the last time, but the result is the same. Yes. Then you tell me what season you like best. <laughs> it cannot be winter. 
Yeah, when you see all of your peers surpassing you, <laughs> you see uh, people that you thought were, you know, unlovable find love. You see careers blossom before your eyes while you're working minimum wage. Come and tell me after you've done all that, you don't love summer. When you visit your hometown, and you see people who used to turn their nose up at you when you were growing up together, and you think to yourself, I've got them because I'm in a big city and they're still here working at this restaurant. And you tell them what you're up to, and they look at you the same as they always have, if not worse. <laughs> and they're members of your own family. <laughs> Tell me what your favorite season is. It will not be winter. It will not be winter. I'll tell you that much. To have your favorite season be winter is what that must be like some sort of severe privilege. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's everything has always gone your way and you just need a little bit of strife. Yeah, that is just like, oh, I'm, I'm craving punishment. <sighs> I've had it too good for too long, and I know it. Yeah, and if your favorite season is spring, that's a mental deficiency. That is, that, spring is not a season. It is like the space between seasons. <laughs> <laughs> but no, summer is good. Summer is the best. And I think it is because the range of activities available to you just top every other like seasonal thing. Like, the beach is the bomb. <laughs> There's nothing quite like the beach. You can't visit it any other season. There's a scarcity there. When you, <laughs> the supply and demand, it's, it's quite obvious what's going on. We need it. I think... You, go ahead, yeah. <laughs> well, I honestly forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you have, in your life, had a perfect summer? Wow. Um, uh, I don't, a perfect summer. I'm absolutely reflecting. <laughs> this is I've, the reflecting segment of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're at home, feel free to reflect uh, <laughs> on your own summers in this moment. I'm going to go ahead and say I've never had a perfect summer. There's always been the highs are high and the lows are low. That's what makes them the summer, baby. Emotions run high. I just feel like I always, there's always some point where it all comes, like, I'm always having a great time, and then I feel like something bad always happens for, like, a week, Yeah. and then I'm back to it. Like, yeah. that's, that's the tax. That's the, the canceled birthday, if you yeah, will. Yeah, exactly. The bill coming at the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but I've had, like, the perfect, like, I've had, like, the perfect vacays. Like, I've definitely had the perfect week of summer. I think, you know, I think that might count as the perfect summer. I would even say the perfect day of summer, and that is enough. Okay, so oh. now <laughs> we get to walk the listeners through the perfect summer day. It okay. starts at noon. <laughs> <laughs> You've slept all morning. And you're, like, probably a little hungover, right? Obviously, it's a Saturday. Yeah, it's a Saturday, <laughs> but you're not like debilitated. You're like just like whoa. No. <laughs> you went to bed at like two. Yeah, you was went to like, bed at two. You like left the birthday party early, and you were like kind of smart about it. Yeah, you were wisely not the last person to leave. Like you saw that 
things were starting to wind down and you were like, I'm still having fun, but I got to get out while the getting's good. Yeah, exactly. You wake up at noon. I would say, honestly, you wake up at 1130. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Because it's early enough where you're like, wow, I woke up before noon. I'm really good. (laughs) (laughs) And then you get like some sort of to-go sandwich or breakfast burrito. Oh, yeah. Um, You eat that as you like text people and plot where you're going to go. Yeah. Then maybe it's beach time. Yes. You know, for me, I'm hitting Jacob Reese Beach. Yes. And you know how I'm doing it? I'm getting there decadently. I'm splitting an Uber with three people. Yes. So here's, <laughs> here's, where, here's where I think we need to delineate something, which yes. is that for me, the perfect summer day does not involve riding my bike all the way to the beach. No, no, no. For some people, it does. I've done that, and it's lovely. As it's like lovely. An exercise and sort of a, a great time to reflect. Any listeners out there that want to reflect, go ahead and reflect right now. <laughs> but it's not very relaxing because it's actually very hard. <laughs> yes. And I've done it, and I've gotten really tired. I've done it, and I've gotten really sunburned. I've done it, and like not really had enough water. It's not ideal. No, it's not ideal. The way to it, it's also very time consuming. Yes. That's time I could be spending on the actual beach. Exactly. Plus, the beach is the performance. When You, you got to save your energy for the main event. Yes. You don't want to roll up to the beach <laughs> exhausted from your 20-mile bike ride or whatever. Yeah, you'll look like a damn fool. Yes. <laughs> I'm laughing because I have done exactly that. <laughs> Early New York days, like living in Brooklyn, like just got a bike. Like, I'm going to bike out to the beach. I'll meet you there, everybody. And then just crashing. Yeah. The first time I did it, it was like I went early in the summer and it was like uh, I wasn't meeting anyone, but I like had to pretend, I feel like, for the other people on the beach that I was like chill. Like, I got yes. to the beach and fully laid down because I had to. <laughs> So, so take the Uber to the beach. And, and okay, here's another place where you delineate, if that's the word. Um, Let's say it is. <laughs> um, you also, and a lot of people might take the train, because you can take the train to the shuttle train, to the shuttle bus, and you'll get there. But that's what, an hour and a half? Two hours? Sometimes if the trains are fucked? Look, that is time you could be at the beach. And similar to biking to the beach, when you roll up really tired, if you train to the beach, you roll up really upset. (laughs) So this is why you take an Uber. Yes. Is this all making sense? It 100% is making sense. Okay, great. I know you weren't asking me, you were asking the listeners, but... So just spend the 15 to 20 bucks a person and split an Uber, pack the Uber and split it. It's worth it. You work a job, pay a little bit. Yes, absolutely. Be good to yourselves. Yes. This audience, Sam, I just got to tell you, these people who listen to my show need to be reminded of this often. (laughs) That they, it doesn't have to be that hard. They can treat themselves a little bit. 
Yeah, have a little fun. I mean, I know all your winter lover listeners are probably like, well, I think I should take the train. It's more responsible. <laughs> no, take an Uber with your friends. You can make it cost efficient and easy. And fun. And even fun. You might get a fun driver. And you might get radio on the car. Yes. Okay, so where do you stand on asking the driver for the aux cord? I say never, ever, ever do it. This is how I feel 100%. <laughs> I say if they're playing stuff I like, that's a blessing. And if they're playing stuff I don't like, then that is their choice. Yes, it's their car that I'm in. They own that car. They get to control the radio. I mean, could you imagine being at work and having somebody like change the music in your headphones and be like, I love this song. It's like, <laughs> I don't care. It's not yours to play. This is for me, not you. It is a liberty that I could, I could not imagine taking. And I have like been in Ubers where people like do it and I feel like trash. Oh, I actually have a story um, that the worst example I've ever seen of this was someone who, who I'll say it used to be an or still is works in the industry. I thought I was being um, sort of what's it called wined and dined, but only wined. Uh, ah. He was like, "Let's go to a bar like from this show," and I was like, "Sure." And it's me and a friend and this person, and we get in an Uber. He grabs the aux cord, demands the aux cord, puts on Hamilton, the original soundtrack. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is the worst one. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I mean, that is up there with, like, liking spring. It ah! is deranged. Oh. Like, even when it was, like, at its most popular, that's not okay. No, not at all. Oh. I just, I couldn't believe it. Like, I'm, you know, if you love it, then God bless you. <laughs> but, like, love it in your own space, at, at your own time. Like, <laughs> I can't oh. imagine. I oh, cannot God. imagine. I, yeah. Oh, wow. That is truly the most devastating thing. <laughs> I had a, I had a boss uh, at a previous job who like would do the thing also in like cabs and Ubers where like she would pull up ways and then tell them what to do. Oh, that is rough. It's really bad. Uh, and this is, you know, this is a show where we tell everyone how to act. So <laughs> fucking take note. Take note, y'all. Um, <laughs> Love summer. Be nice to your Uber driver. Um, and, and take an Uber. <laughs> take an Uber. Yeah, yeah. Take an Uber in the first place. Man, that is crazy. Yeah. But then what happens? You get to the beach. Oh, there. right. I forgot. <laughs> no, Sam, we're, still, we're... <laughs> we're stealing our perfect day. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so we get to the beach. We took an Uber, so we have, you know, all our energy and all our emotional energy, and we start scoping out spots. We find a perfect spot, and you know, we think, well, maybe I'll, I have a drink right now, <laughs> and it's like, well, 
should I wait? And it's like, well, we're here. Maybe I'll just have a drink. <laughs> so now let's say it's 1 p.m. ish. Yeah. Uh, we just got to the beach. A few of the friends are there. Not all, because some the late the late starters are still on the way. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm like, oh, should I have a beer? And it's like, well, maybe. And then I'm like, wait, I've got an idea. What if I have a tequila soda? <laughs> and i'm like yeah that sounds great and i take one sip and i'm there baby i'm fully arrived yes 100 (laughs) percent. i get a second wind the likes of which i have never known before this day and i drink the whole damn thing just like right there before the whole group is <laughs> I love that assembled. feeling because you get to the beach and you're like, okay, we worked so hard to get here. Now what? And it's like, I get, like, why did we even come? This is so boring. And then you have that little sip and you're like, whoa, I remember why I'm here. I'm all in. I'm going to tell everyone how I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're just like, summer, yes. Yes. Yeah, you drink that drink. You, of course, I uh, left out the part where you apply sunscreen, but right. just know yes. it is applied. And then you're like, okay, I've had my drink. Maybe I'll go in the water. Yeah. You <laughs> go in the water. And what do you do? You hang out. for Well, first, first you go, you see how far out you can get, you know? <laughs> of course. <laughs> to where it's like tiptoes on the sand underneath. Yes. And then you, like, let some of the bigger guys carry you in. And then what do you do? You hang out in the crash zone, baby. Yes. You're jumping over it. You're going under it. You're a damn dolphin. (laughs) The way you can dance through these waves. (laughs) You maybe, I'll say it, you pee a little. You probably should. You see, you pee a little. You look out. You see a good wave coming. And then you say to your friend, that's the one. I'm catching it. <laughs> I'm catching it. And then you do, you ride right on top of it. And it, like, it doesn't even put you under because you've timed it so perfectly. Yes. Oh, and you just coast in and you wave at your friends and you say, I'm going to go get another drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And then you sort of, um, dare I say, rinse, lather, repeat, do that whole process for the next I want to say five hours. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say five days. (laughs) Until you're drunk, exhausted, um, but overjoyed and don't know you're exhausted yet. Yes. But then when you get home later, which you've taken another car to get home. Of course. The party hasn't stopped, has it, Sam? (laughs) (laughs) You know, in some cultures maybe, but my culture, no, thank you. (laughs) Because you get that special feeling of the post-beach shower. Yes. Which is unlike any other shower you have in your life. Because you're washing off sand. You're washing off salt water. When you you get home, you're covered in sand. (laughs) You're washing off sunscreen. All of these, you're you're practically a... uh, uh, sort of like a castaway version of your former self mm-hmm. and stepping into the shower you're back to normal back to normal you feel so clean you didn't realize how dirty you were or how clean you could be yes you feel extremely accomplished and if you're like me you start a movie but then are asleep by 9 p.m 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is accurate. That is really accurate. You know, one of my greatest beach days last year was the week before my birthday, and I came back and I watched The Fast and the Furious 1. Excellent choice. And just, just something you can zone all the way out to. And I had a complete and utter blast. I was loving it and living it up. It is uh, really fun. And um, it is kind of that perfect movie where you can just kind of like not really watch it, but still let it completely wash over you in that way. Yes. And, you know, you can see the magic. You can see this. I get why this spawned a franchise. (laughs) (laughs) It's not there yet, but I can see why people want to see more. Yes. And then you watch all of them. (laughs) I definitely, yeah, the post-beach tiredness, drunkenness, watching that, you definitely set a goal to watch all of them. Yeah. And then, you know, do you follow up on it? Not necessarily. Eh, Not quite. But that's life, baby. You skip around. (laughs) You read about the one that people are like, that's the good one. And then you watch (laughs) that one. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that is the perfect summer day. It really, and what do you have? A perfect summer day. Yeah. I'm trying to think if we missed any elements. Uh, Well, I guess there could be like, there could be like a a grill element, perhaps. Sure. Perhaps. I'm not saying it's necessary. No. I mean, I guess there's multiple. What's crazy is there's multiple ways to have a perfect summer day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sam, what the hell are you talking about? Well, I'm just reflecting and I'm remembering, um, you know, sometimes I've had a perfect summer day that didn't involve the beach at all. It involves sort of a planning a barbecue and, you know, starting the barbecue around 4 p.m. and just having a bunch of friends come over and just sort of hanging out from like 4 p.m. till absolutely question mark. And just getting drunk, eating food, having fun. That is a perfect summer day, too. <laughs> and then think about when you're on vacation. No, 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 no. Surely, <laughs> surely there's only two, right? No. Imagine this. Let me paint this picture. You're on vacay. You're going to the beach for like, and you're staying in a place with a pool. I'm, I'm picturing, of course, Fire Island, but you guys can picture whatever you want. And while you're out there reflecting, (laughs) yeah, you go to the beach from like 11 to 1 p.m., like not even that long, but you feel in touch with nature, you have some fun, you come back, you make yourself a sandwich, then you start hanging out by the pool, and you hang out by the pool until 6 p.m., and then you barbecue. I mean, need I say more? No, I don't believe you need. (laughs) Wow. Those summer nights. Three perfect summer days. Damn. Can you think of any other potentials? I I kind of can't. Well, what you just opened up was a whole other can of worms, which is the perfect summer night. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, that might be for a different show. Okay. (laughs) Folks, that's your perfect summer night. Hell, that's 
a dang three perfect summer nights. That is true. Wow. Which means we are now going to move on to our final segment of the show, uh, which, you know, folks, as you may or may not be aware, uh, Sam is one of the hosts of uh, uh, the show Stradio Lab, podcast Radio Lab with George Sivaris and a number of guests each week. And one of the things you guys like to do is fucking drag shit. <laughs> You guys get a bow and yang in there and you're just like, fuck lakes, man. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, I agree with that take, actually. Um, <laughs> uh, any place that allows people to be uh, like visibly having a good time, I'm deeply suspicious of. <laughs> except the beach of course except the beach the beach is the beach is perfect well it's so public i think that's part of it it is public but also like how much looking around are you doing well, you know a lake honestly, a lake it goes in on itself you can see people no matter which way you turn that's a good point that's the a beach, really good point you got that sweet sweet horizon <laughs> that is true <laughs> telling you everything you need to know <laughs> yeah letting you reflect <laughs> so here at the end of the show sam uh we're gonna do a little mini version of stradio lab uh where i throw some topics at you and you just absolutely rip them to shreds <laughs> <laughs> wow i hope i don't like any of these things but i'll try <laughs> yeah. uh so here we go first one bar trivia nights Oh, this is uh, bar trivia is lower on the totem pole than open mic comedy. I would rather watch, fully watch, not even perform on an open mic comedy show than just sit through bar trivia. There is, there's no performance to it. There's like, but yet it's like oppressive and you can't avoid it. You can't be like, I'm going to go in the other room and not deal with this. You just have to deal with it if you're in the bar. Bars should get closed for that. It should be a private event. It's something <laughs> perverted that should happen only if you want it to. It's disgusting and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're starting off a little too cool for my taste. Uh, <laughs> um, I think the worst thing about these is the pun names for everyone's teams. Ugh. I mean, ugh, the people that do it, it's like, don't you have enough going on? Like, <laughs> life is so hard and you're like filling your time with this? Like, at least like watching TV has some artistic merit yes. sometimes. Often I, in this day and age. Often in this day and age. I, I can't, I cannot believe it. Like, you have to look for something to do. Oh, like, yeah. And also to prove that you're smart to yourself. It's just like, just have some self respect <laughs> i think it's absurd it's, it is crazy and there is like being at a bar and then having like the programming start for the night is a horrible feeling oh my god yeah oh it's there's uh, you just gotta get out of there immediately it can kind of ruin your night it really can yeah uh <sighs> i mean where, okay, well, I've, I was going to say karaoke extends to this, but I really like karaoke. But I tend to do the private room. Plus, karaoke is like, usually they have a separate room for it. Yes. Or like, it's clearly that that is what that place is for at that time. Right. It's not like, it's always oh, happening all of a sudden. Because I think what's bad, like, 
<laughs> trivia is like um kind of like waterboarding where you're like okay like getting dripped on that's not so bad but then you're just like it keeps happening and you're like i'm dying here yes <laughs> <laughs> and karaoke's just like one bucket of water and you're like okay yeah 100 percent agree on part <laughs> of our trivia nights <laughs> number two board games uh yeah board games are really similar to bar trivia board games are also like like it's very like i'm married and have a job and have no strife anymore so i have to create strife <laughs> it's very like i don't know how to have conversations with my friends anymore so we have to have an activity so we're not like having relaxing boring silences right and it's, it's like, an activity that actively shuts down conversation yes and it's like the problem, the biggest problem with board games is how committal they are. Like, yes. If they're a good board game, you really have to focus and you have to commit like a couple hours. And that's, that is not what I like to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm not above like a quiplash or sure. something. Because those are like fun and quick and you can play for 15 minutes and be like, never mind. <laughs> yeah. And, but this you're like, well, I'm not going to be the one that says, like, can we stop? Like, we're already in it. Like, ugh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, can we stop means, like, 45 minutes from now, the round will be over. Oh, it's so boring. You it's can't like, just, like, walk away. And even with, like, even with, like, if everybody's playing Smash at a party, it's like, oh, this is my last round. And then 30 seconds later, you're done. Yes. It's, it's the trap of it. It's the trap. You're stuck. Also, they have to be, like... The way they have, because they're so committal, people have to have like full game nights. And so then it's like, okay, you have to go, you go over there knowing that's what you're going to do. And you're, you are literally stuck. Like, because yes. you consented to playing board games. So now you have to, and you can't, if you're like being too fun, they'll like get mad at you. That is the worst part. Yeah. We're going to play a board game. And by the way, no bits. No bits. Take this seriously, you guys. It's only fun if you, everyone take this really seriously. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. But, you know, when we worked at the Y, the only joy I got was playing some board games. playing Roma Cube. Yeah. Which isn't but, even, like, strictly a board game in the way that we mean. It's just, like, these little right. tiles that you move around. Absolutely. It's also very, like, people that like want to win really bad like they're so competitive and they're like well the only way i feel joy is if i've won something is if i've won and i feel like there's also just like a smugness in the explaining of the rules totally where it's like i know this secret and you've got to pay attention now it's a control issue it's yes. about control 100 percent oh fuck yeah we cracked it dude <laughs> <laughs> abolish board games <laughs> Number three, The Godfather. <laughs> oh, man. The Godfather, I've actually never seen. Um, Don't bother. <laughs> I think, uh, I guess if I have to hate something about it, it's like those like Italian tough guy movies, I think like inspire, like even when they're not supposed to, yes. like inspire the worst in people. Like, they think of it as like, wow, I want to be cool like that guy. And it's mm -hmm. like, no, it's like a commentary on being cool like that guy. Like, yeah. the same thing is with Sopranos, where it's like, it's commenting on masculinity. But right. like, the super fans are like, dude, he owns a strip club. How fucking cool. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. 
So that's what I would say about the Godfather, but I also have never seen it. So I don't really know what the deal is. Maybe it's a fun romp. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I think for me, the thing about it of like, like my dad showing me the Godfather, like as a teenager and being like, this is the greatest movie ever. Is like now if a movie is like three hours long, I take it as like a personal challenge to watch it. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, every new Martin Scorsese movie is like, oh, this one is over three hours. And it's just like, oh, you don't think I can sit for three hours? Fuck you. I'm watching this thing in the theater. Like, like, no way. (laughs) I cannot do that. I do not have the attention span. I just, I see it and I'm just like, what? You don't think I'm smart? Fuck you. Oh my God. No, movies should not be that long. That's, that's book territory. Yeah, that's book territory for sure. (laughs) Godfather. Why not Godmother? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, referring to a guitar as quote, my six string. Uh, (laughs) Colby, that's so good. That's so toxic. Well, one, there's something like, there's a sexualization there that's a little creepy. Yes. There's something so like, it's how I touch it. (laughs) It's about like what it is. Like, yes. Where it's like, just call it a guitar. Like, it's like, like it's, yeah. Yeah. I have talked about on the show before how there's this like whole genre of like classic rock songs that are just about how good rock music is. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> where it's just like like one guitar saved the world <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so true and like that is my favorite thing damn i mean did you ever try are you a guitar person uh i cannot play it at all no did you ever try um i like definitely like had like, like my dad had one around the house as a kid but i like never like took lessons or anything okay yeah, I feel like I'm a guitar person the same way that I'm a skateboard person where I like tried forever and never got good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I have anything, it's it's personal beef with guitars. Yeah, it's sour grapes. And it's sour grapes. And uh, yeah, calling it a six string <laughs> is like, just call it what it is. We don't need yes. like lingo for like, I like it's a it's a control issue they're trying to be like well you don't actually know what i'm referring to that's a nickname for a guitar <laughs> yeah right because it actually has six strings so that's kind of cool yeah and it's like yeah, and it's like whatever yeah also like not all of them do idiot <laughs> <laughs> yes hashtag not all of them do um, <laughs> also uh, no one's calling their bass their four string <laughs> yes yeah Unbelievable. Uh, just pull out the old 88 keys tonight. <laughs> Damn, I can't believe you knew how many there were. <laughs> well, that's, I'm a piano guy. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Number five, also on the music uh, 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 course here. Posting pictures of vinyl with the caption, what I'm spinning tonight. This one is so bad. <laughs> Mostly because like the people that do it from my feed are people that have really bad taste. Yes. Uh, there's like something so pitiful about like needing attention in that way. Yeah. Like I like, and having the vinyl for it is 
specifically bad because you paid a lot. You paid to, so much for it. To like show it off on Instagram. And it's like, just aren't you just supposed to be like appreciating it? Maybe right. this is a moment to reflect. I, uh, it feels a little kooky to me. Yeah. The, I, I, sorry, go ahead. No, you go, you go. Well, just like the idea that like having like cool music taste like makes you cool feels in itself very antiquated. Yeah. It honestly never dies. This is yeah. learning that is that I'm horrified to learn. Where like I always was like, okay, yeah, we all we get it. We all live in Brooklyn, New York. Every single person on earth lives in Brooklyn and they're all cool and they all like like different versions of cool stuff. Yeah. Like, can we get over it? And then I'm like, no. And <laughs> like people <laughs> like literally post like I just heard this song and I like it. And I was always like, that's really stupid. But then if I can tell you a deep, dark secret, as someone who's like trying to be in the public eye, I was like, maybe it is helpful and like lets people in to be like, here's what I like right now. Yeah. And I'm like, that sucks. But I'm also like, maybe I should just do it. Maybe it's like opening up to people. I, I feel this so hard where it's like, all right, I'm just going to say there is a person on Twitter whose name is Nick Usen. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I've seen that name. And it's just like a dude who just like posts about the Sopranos all the time. Where like, it, he'll just like post like memes from the, sh- like not even memes, but it's just like, his tweets will be like thinking again about that scene where like Gandolfini does like XYZ, right? Right, right, right. And it will be like, yeah, like like 4,000 likes and like people, he is just like beloved in like film Twitter circles. And it's just like, I like that stuff. Like, <laughs> it's all I need to do to just say I like that stuff. Like, it feels like cheating <laughs> almost. Yeah, I've I've been thinking about that so much. It's so weird. Like, I feel like in like gay Twitter, it's really common to be like, like she ate that up and show like some like old clip of like Lizzie McGuire or something. <laughs> yes. And it, it'll like get shared a million times or be like, where's her Oscar? And it's like, I don't know, someone on Laguna beach. And it's just like, what? This is all we have to do is just find old clips and post them with like tongue in cheek captions. Right. And it works all the time. It and works people- like a charm. People think those people are smart and have taste, which they don't. It's no. <laughs> so bizarre to me. It is so strange. It drives me so crazy because it's just like, don't you guys like want a new thing? I guess no. not. <laughs> no, it's absolutely crazy. It is. <sighs> man, we see what's great about that one is that we went somewhere else completely. <laughs> I'm like, what was the? Oh, showing vinyl. It was what I'm spinning tonight. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we got two more. Okay. Number six, media companies that cover sports and pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> okay, drag formerly Deadspin, I think. <laughs> um, yeah. One, obviously, pick a lane. Yes. Two. I mean, I can't trust both. Like, if you're really good at sports analysis, I have to assume you have bad pop culture knowledge. Yes. And, and vice versa. You can't, they like, 
they actively go against each other. Yeah. Did you read uh, Grantland ever back in the day? No. They would do, it was like a sports pop culture site that like the ringer, it was like before it was like some of the same people who were involved in the ringer now were like involved in Grantland way back when. Okay. Um, Okay. And uh, it was like so fun. And they would like, they got like really fun writers to like talk about like TV. And this was like when like all the big shows were on and it was like really exciting. And then like ESPN pulls the plug on it. And then like a bunch of these people, go and like make the ringer which is like still around but it was like all the wrong people (laughs) went to the new site and they just like tried to do it again and i just feel like it does not work at all i mean why does that always happen why do like big media companies always bail (laughs) on like the cool thing they have (laughs) it's so common and i really really don't get it yeah it is very strange i mean i was talking to somebody the other day you remember mike.com does that not exist anymore? It does not. Wow. <laughs> it, is, it is fully gone. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like, there is still a Mike.com website, you know, but it's like, it's, when was the last time anyone, they don't do any video anymore, uh, and it's just like, it's just like these, like, little takes on stuff. It's like the best concert films of the year and, like, stuff like that. So stupid. It's very odd. Mike.com. Uh... Vox, yeah. Um, what that's what's the one that's like that's it or like up next or what's oh, it called? Yeah. What is it called? Now this. Now this. Yeah. <laughs> Pop sugar. Oh uh, God, Pop sugar. There, All these places get like a ton of money and then just completely disappear. I don't understand what any of them are. <sighs> Final oh. one. Okay. <laughs> Number seven, the Olympics. oh the olympics i mean i just the thing is the general premise of the olympics i think is totally fine yeah i just think we need to trim the fat there are so (laughs) many um events that no one cares about i don't even think the people that are doing them care about them i think we should have like maybe 10 events and that way we can really put our attention on them and just like live it up, hype it up, have a blast. Sometimes less is more. <laughs> That's how I feel about Olympics. Okay. The official like sign off whenever we sign off in a couple minutes is going to be live it up, hype it up, have a blast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh yeah, because, what are your thoughts on the Olympics? You know, I I I I always like them for like a day. And then I'm like I'm done. Yeah, definitely. It's like, okay, I need to get, life must resume. Yeah. Well, it's also like, like I watch, like I like basketball um, and it's like, that's like the only sport I really have any interest in. And it's like part of the fun of watching the games is like, you see these people like over and over again for several months and like they kind of have their own little story, you know? Yeah. But with the Olympics, it's just like, beat Russia. And I'm like, I don't know about Russia. Like, (laughs) Russia might be the good guys here. (laughs) Right. The nationalism is a little bit toxic. Yes, it is. It's like, we don't need all that. Like, Yeah. Yeah, it really feels, yeah. Especially as Americans, it's a little, like, I think we should be, like, not allowed to compete. Like, 
because we're we're so toxic all the time like why yes. are, can we just like take a back seat for one second and let the other <laughs> countries like learn from each other like instead of being pulverizing every single nation in our way <laughs> yeah i i completely agree <laughs> i genuinely remember being a kid and being like damn it must be sad to be from another country and not like win every olympic sport oh yes when like especially because like when, when we were in high school it was like michael phelps was like the most famous athlete in the world yeah and it's just like we that that was ours yeah. <laughs> like, and they're so often ours yeah it's bizarre it's bizarre it's also just like people i i feel like there will be someone who has like a uh as like an american athlete who like rises to prominence in the olympics and everyone will be like i love that person and it's like you just found out about this person <laughs> yeah the media cycle around the olympics is always very bizarre it is crazy trying to make stars in like two weeks yeah uh, I'll, look i'll take it <laughs> hey it works sometimes <laughs> Can't wait to see them in LA. <laughs> <laughs> are, are they coming to LA? I think they're going to be in LA at some point in the next couple years. Wow. Well, we're going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have to go and like report on the Olympics. That would be fun. That would be all, fun. All the listeners need to hear it from us. Yeah. Yeah. They don't yeah. trust anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's we have like uh it's like how nobody wants to hear like journalists talk about the news now they just want like like comedians to do it right <laughs> like, right right they just want comedians to give you like olympics standings updates <laughs> i mean could be fun i like a riff on it hey i don't know i would do it done i'm i'm where do i sign <laughs> well sam it breaks my heart to say it but we are just about out of time damn well uh, you know that's that's beautiful it, yeah all, all good things must come to an end that's right you got to leave them wanting more more and that's our motto here uh where every show is 59 minutes exactly so <laughs> uh i want to say to you thank you so much for doing the show again oh thank you for having me it's been a blast it was so fun to talk to you uh everybody should listen to Stradio lab it's so funny Anything else uh, to plug? <laughs> Wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> and take those Ubers. And take those damn Ubers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Live it, hype it. What is, live it up, hype it up, have a blast. Everybody. Live it up, hype it up, have a blast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, Sam. Bye. Hi, this is Jimmy. Well, that's the end of the music, but it's not the end of the show. For those of you computer literate parrot heads out there, stick this CD into your computer and you can see an enhanced video of what we do and what we say backstage behind the scenes.